What's up, Uneducated Duo Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And this is episode 49. Oh yeah, man. We're one off of 50. Yeah, we're going to have a 50th anniversary special. Are we? Nah. But it's just a pretty good milestone, I think. Yeah, it is dope. Because 50 is more than I thought anybody would do. Because everybody I originally asked was like, no. And I was like, well, fuck you guys then. Yeah, bro. 50 weeks going strong. Like, People don't realize like how much work goes into this, so it's badass. All right, so we start every episode with a one gotta go. This week we're doing talk show hosts. Nice. And before uh, you, uh, late night talk show host, I guess technically. Yeah, yeah. So before you say anything uh, or name them off, we just want. Well, I wanted to say something real quick uh, about Larry King. All right. He passed away this week, so just rest in peace, Larry King. Because even though I didn't follow him, I knew his name and I knew what he looked like. Um, but he's a big TV personality presenter. Yeah, I was going to say, because, like, I know who he is, and I know he's, like, there's a lot of, like, funny videos of him where he basically, like, calls people the fuck out. Yeah. But I never really watched his show. And I feel like he falls in line with all these presenters we're about to talk about, too, so. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, R.I.P. Larry King. Let's talk about the people in the game, though. We got Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Conan O'Brien, and James Corden. And just a little bit of background, I'm going to give you like one of the big shows that, or one of the big segments that they do. So uh, Conan does all that shit with like uh, Jordan Schlansky and he's got a bunch of videos with like Kevin Hart and all those guys on YouTube. He does a lot of YouTube content. James Corden has the uh, carpool karaoke and the rap battles. Jimmy Kimmel does the mean tweets and the, um, the Halloween candy thing with the kids. Those are two big ones, right? Yeah, those are two big. Or and then Jimmy Fallon has the uh, True Confession show. It's the one where they like, it's like a weird little game they play with like three people. And then he's also got a bunch of, a lot of his shit is also like videos and skits that I remember anyway. Like, cause he's got all the Kevin Hart, like Kevin Hart being scared of animals. He did the Super Bowl party thing where he like photobombed all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And another big one. His Wheel of Musical Impressions. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Wheel of Musical Impressions. That's the other one. Because their Ariana Grande is the one that went viral as shit, right? Yeah, she's... Yeah. I remember seeing that. Well, her and uh, Daniel Radcliffe. I don't oh, know yeah, because he does... No, he does the ABC karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Not the ABC karaoke. The ABC uh, rap song. The. Yeah, I don't remember the... That's got a name for it. enough, it's called Black Malicious. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was called like Alphabet... Acrobatics or aerobics or some uh, shit. Daniel Radcliffe raps Blackalicious. That's a different song, though. No, I'm pretty sure it's the same one. I don't know. Alphabet. Oh, yeah. So Blackalicious, Alphabet, Aerobics. Aerobics. Yeah, Aerobics. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Anyway, those are the four guys. You want to go first or second? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first. All Um, right. We didn't mention this, but for the most part, we don't watch late night television. We're up pretty late, but... Obviously, we don't watch their TV shows, mostly just seeing clips online. Um, I've seen some of their shows, but yeah, for the most part, unless it's interesting, I just watch the people I'm interested in, like interviews online, nine minute videos. And honestly, I'm I'm just going to base it off of uh, what you just mentioned, like all their famous like bits or whatever. Yeah, they steal all that shit from each other anyway, dude. It's just one dude comes up with ideas, then the other dude's like, let's twist it a little bit. Then the next guy's like, let's twist, twist it. 
Yeah, to a certain point, and it's a little bit hard for me too to. Um, so I'm just gonna say Jimmy Kimmel's all for me first. All right, you're going Jimmy Kimmel number one. Yeah, I really fuck with what Jimmy Kimmel stands for. Like anytime there's anything like where then there's there needs to be like social justice or there's like some sort of inequality, something going on in the world, which I know they all do it. But I feel like I've seen Jimmy Kimmel come out about it more. Well, yes, because he had that whole situation with uh, his kid. I can't remember if it's a daughter or a son. Yeah, so it's that. his son that had like a heart issue, so he had to have like heart surgery, and um, he realized how much how expensive it is, and so he's like, "Shit, how do you expect like somebody that's not making my kind of money to pay for this shit?" Yeah, and then that made him go all. He basically went super liberal on TV. You know, like he he was like. Not necessarily liberal to the point where he's just only liberal, but to the point where he was like, fuck Trump and Trump is trash. And we need to do something about health. Yeah, and he like openly campaigned to get Trump out of office. So I really fuck with like the social movement that he makes or All statements right. that he makes is one of them. Uh, the second one, I really fuck with the mean tweets, man. Like The mean tweets are so dope. funny. Um, the reason I like it is because he has no boundaries to it. Like he'll bring on a politician. He has like a politician series. He has an NFL series. Like where it's just like NFL yeah, he's done a bunch of politicians. Them. The NBA ones are fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> and so are the uh, the ones that I really remember is uh, Paul Rudd. Like he does like the Marvel Cinematic people. Uh huh. And like Paul Rudd reads one, and it's all like Paul Rudd looks like one of those guys that just goes home and eats a fucking bland ass bowl of spaghetti, <laughs> and it's like, yeah. and it's like, damn. <laughs> oh shit, bro! Like so many, so many, uh, so many of those are so good, and I've seen so many big names doing those, and. It's kind of like a little reality check of like shit you don't want to see when you're famous, but it's funny to see you read them out loud. Um, I also fuck with Guillermo, bro. He has Guillermo, yeah. I love watching Guillermo go to like interviews and interview like like he's been trying to interview Tom Brady for like the last five years. Okay, so do you think he's actually super ex- – because you know when Guillermo does the interviews and shit, he always seems like he's super excited, super into it. Is that acting or is that how he really is? I think that's how his personality is, to be honest, because to be able to portray something like that, you'd have to be like a super great actor. Well, I mean they portray – there's movies where anything can be portrayed. Yeah, I, I mean like I Tom Hanks that. has done like serious to mentally ill to – you know, it's just, but those are usually like super great actors. If this was like, let's say Johnny Depp. Well, maybe he's a, maybe he's a specialist though. I don't don't know. Like where did he even come from? Was he famous in Mexico or is that just some random Mexican dude? Uh, I don't know Guillermo's backstory. I just know he has a very heavy accent. So he's Latino. And I also know that him and Jimmy Kimmel have like a really great relationship just based on what what I've seen. His accent though is like. He's, it's the kind of accent where, like, you can't even tell, but it sounds real. I can tell, bro. He sounds like one of my uncles. To be yeah, honest. yeah, yeah. It sounds real, but is it real? Because I can fake that accent. I'm pretty sure it's real, bro. I mean, just the way he talks, you know, like, I know a lot of Latinos were like, they, they're sort of informed, but not really. And I feel like that's kind of like the Latino he sort of is. All Obviously, right. now more that he's more famous. But again, I just really enjoy his interviews. I've been watching his bit of him trying to get to tom brady forever and i think he called on him once it might have not been tom brady actually i know it was a big name and sometimes they just ignore him and sometimes he'll just make like little funny ass comments about them yeah they always send him to the red carpet he yeah, does the red carpet always shit. doing the red carpet shit so jimmy kimball just based off like his social justice stances I really fuck with the mean tweets and Guillermo. Those would be three like main points for me all right i'm gonna go with my number one and my number one 
is James Corden. And it's not even necessarily for his show, because like I've seen his talk show a couple times. Uh-huh. But the shit that's come from his show is so good. Carpool karaoke, I fucking love carpool karaoke. Cause it, he like rides around with like the celebrities and he knows all their songs. And because he's got like a singing background, you know, he did like a he did a boy band when he was younger. Did he? Yeah, he was Holy in a boy shit. he was in a boy band. And um he actually has like a number one song in England, but it was like a comedy song. Cause he's a stand-up comedian first, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he can really sing. So when you watch those carpool karaoke's, there's a lot of like funny clips where like, you'll see him with, uh, Adele or someone uh-huh. and Adele starts, they start singing one of her songs and like, they go into a part that's like difficult to sing. And then he sings it perfectly. And the other person just like freaks, like you can see the expression on their face where they're like, Holy shit, this dude really can sing. Yeah. Yeah. And I always thought that was interesting. And then he does just funny shit along with them. Like a really memorable one for me is when he's with Selena Gomez and they go to McDonald's and uh, apparently there's some sort of promotion where like there's pop stars on the McDonald's cups and he's like, I'm with Selena Gomez. I need the Selena Gomez cups. (laughs) And then they hand him a cup and he's like, no, 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 this isn't her. And then he hands it back and she's all fucking embarrassed. And he's like, I need Selena Gomez cups. Shit, dude. And I think it's hilarious. But what really does it, dude, the fucking rap battles. I watched him like th- a whole other show came off of this right now. Method man hosts that rap battle show. Yeah. Yeah. But I watched him do the rap battle with uh David swimmer from friends. It is so fucking funny. It's so good. And then he's also, he's got a, there's another one that's really good that he raps against. I don't want to say it's Kevin Hart. Someone else though, but like the rap battle thing I thought was genius. Cause like, that's something I've never really seen. Cause you see rap battles, on YouTube and shit, but it's always like serious, you know, it's never like, here's two people who don't really rap rapping and just trying to be funny and the like simple little bars and shit. Yeah. And I'm a big rap fan. So I really appreciated that. Uh, when him and David swimmer, uh, Ross from friends battle fucking dope ass video. I recommend people watch that shit. And then I did the whole spinoff show now. So like, it's, uh, I've seen a bunch of rap battles of other stars rapping each other. And on his actual show, he does, I don't know, he's really into singing. And I think it's funny because like he's done a bunch of like singing shit with Anna Kendrick from Pitch Perfect. Uh Uh-huh. Where they like basically have singing battles and shit. Yeah, so I fuck with James Corden. I think he's dope. I think he's a new, I think he's the newest late night show host. He is. I was about to mention that. I think I watched his first episode ever. But he just popped out of nowhere. I didn't know this fucking name before. I, I knew him. I saw... A bunch of shit from when he was in England because he would always make fun of the soccer teams. Uh-huh. So like it would just if I would see soccer video, would his shit would pop up. But aside from that, yeah, I didn't really know him that well. But I'd go James Corden. I like him in his shows. I like his movies. I think he's pretty original, even though they say he stole that idea from um, Jerry Seinfeld. Did they say that? Yeah, because Jerry Seinfeld has comedians in cars, and they said that James Corden basically just took that idea and instead of using comedians, he used pop stars. Oh, okay. But hey, man, if it works, it fucking works. Hey, man, he took it and ran with it, and he made it huge. So, All right, what's respect. your number two? I got to go. Uh, my number two is going to be James Corden. All right. Yeah, I, I really fuck with him. I like his bits. Um, I really fuck with Carpool Karaoke, which you mentioned that the rap battles became a show. So did the Carpool Karaoke. Yeah, it's its own show now, right? Yeah, without James Corden. So that yeah. was like a whole another spinoff on it. Um. The whole concept is a little crazy too, because like he really gets really invested into the colorful karaoke. Because 
He'll be like, oh, shit, I'm running late. I really need you to come help me. Come help me get to work, Ariana Grande or Selena Gomez. And then it just flips to the switch where he's on the fucking freeway or whatever in the car. Um, he's done like four of them with fucking Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He really fucks with Justin Bieber. And that was a funny ass one because they like switch shirts and shit. Weird. But yeah, I mean, overall, I think this bit is up there. It's just like so hard to be because like we mentioned, a lot of them do a lot of different bits. But I feel like I'm ranking them right now because I feel like Jimmy Kimmel's like reading mean tweets like that's genius. All right. Carpool karaoke. I like it a little bit less than that, but not by much. Um, And then James Corden himself. I mean, he's a pretty funny character because he does another one where like he puts a bunch of nasty shit. Yeah, the the gross food. And then they have to answer a question or eat whatever they landed on. And I think one of the episodes that I remember watching was with like Kim Kardashian. And he had her eating like lamb eyes and shit. And she's actually doing it, you know, it almost humanizes celebrities to me. Cause like you're like oh damn well because he asked them fucking hard ass questions yeah that's true but um yeah I mean those are my main reasons and he has like no limits because like there's a dope I'm not a fan of BTS and he even had BTS on there you know who Graham Norton funny. is never heard of Graham he's Norton. like a talk show host dude in England he's like the main English dude uh huh but uh he does a, his he always has a bunch of celebrities on his couch right and there's an episode where he's got James Corden Katy Perry and Paul McCartney mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, everybody on this couch right now has had a number one uh, hit, like single, right? Yeah. So Katy Perry looks at James Corden like, you have one too? And then James Corden starts laughing. He's all like, you can't compare me to Paul McCartney and Katy Perry. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, man, you're just making me look bad. Because like, these guys are awesome and I'm fucking me. Yeah, yeah. I thought that shit was funny as fuck. Yeah, I mean, at the root of it, I think all these guys are comedians, so... It just makes it super entertaining. So you're going to James Corden? You went yeah. Jimmy Kimmel, James Corden? Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, James Corden. All right. For me, number two, Conan O'Brien. And Conan O'Brien, because the shit he does, his humor, he always uses fucking adult-ass jokes. Like, all, like I would say Jimmy Fallon is like family. Jimmy Kimmel's kind of like middle-ish. James Corden's got like some... Like he's like a middle-ish dude too, like some kind of adult jokes, but not really. But Conan says some fucking funny shit, dude. Like he does videos. He did a workout video with Kevin Hart, and he's hanging from this pole, and he's like, "Kevin, push my taint, push me up from my taint." <laughs> and he like pushes him, and he's all like, "Ah, oh, I'm getting power from my taint," and it's so fucking funny, dude. And one of my favorite Conan O'Brien fucking videos that he does, he, he's teaching one of the uh, interns at his place how to drive, mm-hmm. like driver's ed school, basically. And he brings Kevin Hart and Ice Cube along. And uh, they film them driving around L.A. and they're like, they're smoking weed. And um, they're talking shit on him. They're like, man, Conan's pants are too fucking tight. And they're like, yeah, man, that's a daytime walker right there. <laughs> so I just feel like he's really good at making fun of himself. Like, I feel like most of the shit is him talking shit about himself. Yeah. And then he easily relates to, like, whoever the fuck his guests are. I really like the shit he does with Kevin Hart. But he's also got another really, really big thing on the show. He's got a producer, and his name's uh, Jordan Schlansky or whatever. And I know the guy's in on the joke. But basically, it's like a whole little skit that they do all the time where that Jordan Schlansky guy's, like, uh, uptight, 
kind of a like a high society type asshole, like a like you know, cappuccino machine and goes to Italy for vacation and shit. Uh-huh. And then Conan comes in and he's just like, "What do you even do, man? Like what what are you hired to do? What's your job? Why is your office so fucking dirty?" And he just <laughs> talks fucking shit on him. So Conan does the kind of humor I like, bro. He does the fucking shit where he confronts people. And even though I know most of it is like fake, you know, because it's comedy, it's still funny. You know, if so, if I call somebody an asshole and it's like a serious situation, most people won't laugh. But if there's like a comedic thing going on and I call someone an asshole for some specific reason, you know, it could be funny as fuck because of whatever the situation is. And I feel like he's really good at finding that area. Because he does a whole fucking Tinder episode with... um. Uh, one of the Franco brothers, the younger one, James or no, James is the older one, Dave Franco, right? Oh no, <laughs> they, they they do like a Tinder video and like they get matches and they go fucking hang out with their matches and invite them into like this old ass, the old school '90s van with like shag carpeting and shit. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's fucking dope. So I fuck with Conan, dude. I'm going Conan number two. All right, man. So Conan number two for you. I got Conan left and uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, bro. Like, uh, I've seen a little bit of Conan stuff. Um, and I know the character a lot because I collect these bobbleheads and they make him into like different characters. Into and the shit. Funko Pops. Yeah, they make him into different characters and shit. So I know he's like a huge name. And it gives him away for free too, right? If you win like the raffle or drawing. Uh, basically, yeah. You just enter with like a keyword from watching a show and shit. Um, and I, I do agree with you. Conan does have more adult comedy. Um, so that's always a plus. Jimmy Fallon, though, um, I really fuck with his uh, his whole um, character persona, his character persona. But I, I really fuck with this bit where he does the uh, celebrity impressions or whatever with the music um, musical genre challenge um, is what they call it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm slipping up with words right now, but yeah. um, He also did that. We talked about a little bit, the whole bit with like the evolution of dance with Will Smith, uh, Will Smith. And that was pretty dope. I feel like he's just, I don't know. Is he millennial? I wonder how old he is. He doesn't look very old. No, he's he's not. He's not a millennial dude. No, that's weird. He's got to be like 40 or like 35. He was on SNL at the same time as Will Ferrell. Really? Holy shit. But he was one of the younger guys, but he's got to be like 40. Yeah, and he was always bringing on a. a I, I don't know if I'm confusing him, but I always see him with uh, Steve Irwin's son. Yeah, he's got Steve Irwin's son. He's the one that brings on Steve Irwin's son and, Kevin and then scares the shit out of Kevin Hart with like birds and fucking spiders and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like I know more bits that Jimmy Fallon does. I don't know why it comes up more on my feed or why that happens, but uh, I'm going to go with Jimmy Fallon. Conan just doesn't. Stand up for me with the bits. All right. And it's probably because of exposure. But I mean, that's that's not my fault. That's not their fault. You know, that's just what the algorithm's giving me. You got to YouTube his ass, bro. Watch Conan teaching the girl how to drive, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, I think I've seen that one where they're in a car with uh, Kevin Hart, him, and there's like one where there's like three of them. It's, see, my knowledge on Conan is very limited, and I know his character from the limited amount that I've seen, like how his comedy is. Cause it's more like, like Jimmy Fallon, like he has a purpose with his comedy, right? I feel like 
Conan's is like more on the spot and he does a really great job like about in, it. Like improvised? Yeah, it's like more improvised for sure. Um, at least what I've seen. But Jimmy Fallon's gotta go. I don't I feel like Conan just doesn't match up with these guys. So Jimmy again, Fallon's gotta go or Conan's gotta go. Oh uh, sorry. Go? So Conan's going, Jimmy Fallon's staying. All right, so you're keeping Jimmy Fallon against so Conan? Went, I went Jimmy fucking Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, James Corden, Jimmy Fallon. All right. All right, all right. So I got Kimmel and Fallon left. Right, pros, cons, things that I've seen, things that I haven't seen. Um, the mean tweets, dude, I fucking love the mean tweets. I like it when people read shit that talk shit about them. Because, like, most of them react in a way that, like, fuck, people, someone <laughs> said that about me. Like, no wonder I don't read the comments, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're funny, man. Just watching NBA players read shit or they get talked shit on. Like, um, what's a really, a really big one that I remember is a... Uh, if people know who Lisa Kudrow is from uh, Friends, she played Phoebe. Mm-hmm. She reads a tweet and it's like basically like, I hope everybody has a great fucking day in the world, except for you, Lisa Kudrow. You can fuck off, you know? <laughs> and uh, I thought that was hilarious. And then he also does the fucking, the show where like, the little bit where people come downstairs, they're like outside on the street in Hollywood and famous people interview, but they ask you questions about themselves. They'll be like, oh, so what do you think about Drake? And the guy will be like, oh, you know what? I don't really fuck with Drake. Drake's music sucks, blah, blah, blah. And he's talking to Drake. He's just disguised. And then he takes off the beard. And he's like, what? Wait, what? He's like, oh, man, I yeah. love you. And he's, yeah, exactly. They all fucking change their mind. They've done that shit with like Drake, 50 Cent, um, Hunger Games girl whose names I don't remember. Jennifer something. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, sure. Jennifer Lawrence. I think that's right. Her. And I like both of those bits a lot. Then you got Jimmy Fallon. I think. He, to me, because the things I like on Jimmy Kimmel's show the most don't involve Jimmy Kimmel, right? And I think that's what my problem is. It's because, like, mean tweets, he's not there. Like, it's just them reading a mean tweet. And the witness thing, it's the celebrity or the, the, the moment, right? That's funny. Whereas all the Conan stuff I talked about, Conan is involved. And all the James Corden stuff I talked about, James Corden is involved. Same with Jimmy Fallon. I feel like what I like about Jimmy Fallon are the bits where he's really involved. So like he's got the, um, the obviously everybody's seen the video or most people have seen the videos where he brings out the animals and he's scared as fuck, but then Kevin Hart gets more scared. So it's just funny because he can bear it, but Kevin Hart's like fucking freaking out. And then he's done the, um, the Super Bowl thing where like they're crashing the pictures, him, Chris Pratt and Chris Evans are like fucking photo bombing super bowl fans and they're like just fucking doing stupid shit in the background and i think it's hilarious um little fucking side note for people who don't know i brought this up earlier too um he's in the movie taxi with queen latifah a lot of people don't really recognize him from that because he looks kind of different now yeah which i was shocked as fuck he was fucking young back then but like that is him in that movie so i'm taking jimmy fallon i'm losing jimmy kimmel I like what Jimmy Kimmel produces, but I feel like, and I also agree with him a lot when he talks about the shit he does like socially, right? But I kind of separate that in my mind, like him socially or like him fighting for certain rights or his beliefs and politics, or whatever it is, is totally different than when the way I think of him in the show. And in the show, I know he's funny. And I know he's also got like this fucking weird ass like rivalry with like Mark Wahlberg. 
Or is it Matt Damon? I think it's Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon. Him and Matt Damon are always fucking, they got this weird rivalry thing. But I don't know. It's just, it doesn't do it for me as much as Jimmy Fallon. Because Jimmy Fallon has like just a bunch of like highlights that I can think of that are funny as fuck. You know, I think like, I feel. So the way I look at it is like James Corden has the most original shit. Conan has the best like YouTube slash skits type type stuff. You know, where it's not just like a continuous series. It's just like a different type of skit each time. Mm -hmm. And then Jimmy Fallon has the best interviews. Like, I like watching the people he interviews because I feel like they open up to him more than the other three. Or at least the ones I watch because I'm only interested in certain celebrities. Certain other celebrities I don't give a shit about. I don't even know their names. But like, if I watch something about fucking Jamie Foxx on Fallon, it was fucking hilarious. You know, he's doing impressions and he's singing songs and stuff. But I don't know if he opens up that much on Kimmel. I haven't watched many Jimmy Kimmel interviews. So it's like you said, I think it's exposure for me too. Because like mean tweets and shit I'll watch on YouTube. But like actual Jimmy Kimmel stuff that he's in, I haven't seen much of. And I just feel like he doesn't, he's not quite as funny as the other three. So I'm taking Jimmy Fallon. So you got rid of Jimmy Kimmel. Yep, I'm losing Kimmel. So my order went Corden, Conan, Fallon. Right on, man. And mine went uh, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel, James Corden, Jimmy Fallon. Got rid of Conan. Yeah, you got rid of Conan. Yeah. Well, that's dope. That was a talk show host. Might, might be the ginger thing. On, uh, no, we, we went mostly with late night talk show hosts too, right? So we didn't mention people like Trevor Noah. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. She would have counted, yeah. Um, I mean, we might do one later. Because I think Trevor Noah's show starts at like 7 or some shit, Yeah, because right? you even mentioned uh, Oprah Winfrey. Oprah. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams is fucking weird, though. There's even that talk show, The View. Dude, Dr. Phil? Dr. Phil. <laughs> that, is that, that's a talk show? Uh, that's more of like a psychiatrist session it's more like a fucking cash grab i would put dr phil i would classify dr phil in like the uh jerry springer area category yeah like you know jerry springer dr phil uh maury <laughs> yeah maury is there another one that does shit like that yeah there's another one i don't remember is like steve philpos or something like that he he was actually a bodyguard on the the very first one you said dr phil no no, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Yeah, he was like a bodyguard or whatever. On oh, Jerry Wilkos. Springer. Yeah, he's Steve the ball. It's the ball dude, right? Yeah, yeah. It's basically just the Maury show, like again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you are not the father. You are the father. Like fake ass, like reveals. It's fucking crazy. Dude, I know we've been. We always brainstorm like uh, one gotta goes right, and yeah. we're trying to figure out like what we like, and we also have to find shit that we like and that have we've both seen or at least aware of. Yeah. And I just thought of one man that we should maybe do. Fucking judges. I was about to say, you're going to announce it? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, judges, bro. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good one. Like the TV judges, you know? Yeah, yeah like, like I can, Judge Judy. And yeah, because yeah. I can think of a bunch of them, and they're all different, but the same. That's so, funny, too, because they have them in Spanish, too. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, dude. It's fucking crazy. There's like three Spanish shows that come on It's TV. like universal, because they bring on like the most intense cases. Literally make a joke of them. That yeah, Spanish. On the Spanish one, they do some Spanish shows, dude, are so weird, bro. Like, like you watch a normal dating show, 
on like a like an English one. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's just like let's make them feel socially awkward, right? But then you watch like fucking Doce Corazones on I don't know what channel it was on Steck on Azteca or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And it's just a bunch of fucking people dancing and like it's like a big ass game show for like a dating show. It's like the weirdest the transitions are so weird. Yeah, even, for anybody even, that's never watched Spanish television, like especially those kind of shows, they're all about like women in short dresses. Even the talk show lady. What's the talk show lady's name? The, the uh, super Laura? famous. The super famous one. She's old now. Yeah, I think her name's Laura. No. Yeah, bro. That's not it, dude. It's um some uh, Christina, bro. Oh, that's fucking like 90s shit. Yeah, bro. the old ass one, you know. Mexican culture, bro. A lot, there's some the famous people are crazy. Cuz there's a show too. It's called El Gordo y la Flaca. And if you translate that shit, it's the fat guy and the skinny woman. Yeah, that shit's funny. <laughs> I, th- I just think it's cool. It's a weird gap, right? Because when I think about it, I'm like, damn. In I've thought about it in so many aspects. So when I think Spanish music, English music, like English music, everybody's got to be like fit. Uh, they push like sexualism so much. And then Spanish music, you got fat ass dudes with tubas. And if, as long as they can sing, you know, people don't care. They just want the music. You know what I would compare Mexican television to that people might be able to relate with is like soap operas, like the really intense ones, like Days of Our Lives and shit. Like, have you ever seen an English soap opera? Uh, I've watched like whenever I used to watch something in the morning, it would like switch to the fucking soap operas during midday. I've never seen an English one. Yeah. Except, except for uh, Days of Our Lives. And that was on Friends. It's like <laughs> super exaggerated. It's crazy. That was just clips from Friends. Well, we got to move on to some uh, news and shit. But before we do that, we're going to cut to an ad. All right, we're back. And... I don't know what the fuck is up with Facebook, bro, but it logged everybody off, right? Yeah, everybody that's an iPhone user. So, so is it just iPhones? Only Apple, dude. I don't know if it was, but I went to uh, my mom's house, right? Yeah. And I walk in, I go upstairs to see what my sister's doing. And she's like, I'm trying to log back into Facebook. And I was like, why'd you log out? She's like, I don't know my fucking password, dude. And I was like, figure it out. So she's spending all this time trying to figure out her password. Cause her, she said her Facebook just logged her out randomly, and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." And then I go downstairs, and I'm just chilling. And you know how when you're just chilling, you you check all your social media on your phone. Yeah. So I open my shit up and I look at Facebook, and I'm like, "Holy shit, I'm logged out too." But I log I log in in two seconds because I know my password. And then I'm like, "Hey, mom, did it log you out?" She's like, "Oh, I'm logged out." And I'm like, "Chivo, you logged out?" Yeah, I'm logged out. So everybody was logged out, but only my little sister couldn't log back in. It was like simultaneous, like for me personally, like it logged me out. And then I have it set up for like face recognition. Right. So it like logged me back in. So I didn't really pay attention to it too much. But then my sister, no, I'm sorry. My wife said that her sister posted about it. And she's like, yeah, it logged me out too. And I was like, what the fuck? Everybody? Yeah, it logged everybody out, which is fucking weird, dude. Because I don't know how that even happens. Like, what is the. Yeah, I guess Facebook came out with a statement saying that it's a configuration change that made the logouts happen. But there was, like, people coming out with conspiracy theories and shit. Like, uh, one of my favorite memes that I saw about it was uh, Bernie Sanders calling uh, Mark Zuckerberg. All right. And it was basically, uh, the captions were, Bernie Sanders is telling Mark Zuckerberg to log everybody out because they're making fun of him. Because he became this huge meme. All right. And I feel like there should be a way to get you. Because a lot of people do not know their passwords. Because, like... Some people make Facebooks like, and they've been logged in forever. Yeah, you're logged in for like nine years, and then even when you switch phones, like 
most of the time it'll like if you have your saved password and shit it'll just keep you logged in yeah i didn't know that because i just recently switched phones and i had to log back into everything did you mine kept me logged in when i switched from my 12 from my 10 to my 12 yeah but you went iphone to iphone i went from android to iphone yeah that might be why but my shit kept me logged in and everything except for my bank stuff because i don't know there's probably some sort of weird extra security for bank stuff yeah so i logged back into that shit but fucking facebook logging everybody off it went hell it went viral in like three seconds it was (laughs) it was all over the internet i'm not really mad at it i don't really care i I don't really care as long as i wasn't hacked or anything i'm cool with it at first, that's what I thought. I was all like, maybe they're just trying to get rid of like bot accounts or something. Yeah. So they just turned everybody's off. So like people who could log in could log in. So maybe they know and it's just fucking. They're just saying it was a configuration thing, you know? Yeah. Because like, what does that even mean? A configuration fucking. Yeah. Like some update or something made it. Yeah. Some update made everybody fucking log out. Yeah. It's weird. Only on Apple, you said? Yeah. Only on Apple. They're trying Which, to get. That's weird too, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust him. I don't trust Zuckerberg, man. I've seen the movie. I've seen the Social Network movie. He fucked over his own best friend to make Facebook. Yeah, I don't trust them, man, because they uh, banned Trump, so. So he fucked his own best friend over, man. That's why I don't trust him. He doesn't even know me. (laughs) Fuck me over. Steal my photos and put them all over the internet. But yeah, man, kind of talking about viral things, you know, we talked about it a little bit, but Bernie Sanders actually went fucking viral as hell. Um, it's not, I didn't even think it was funny. It's, it's not that it's funny. There's a lot of angles to this, right? Cause he was sitting there with his legs crossed with some mittens on and a jacket, right? Right. People around him are like mingling and shit. So I guess the first meme that I saw that came out about it was, uh, when your president finally makes it into the white house, but you got, we got work to do. That was one of them. Yeah. Okay. But okay. So a lot, it went super viral, right? Yeah, and yeah. People are like putting all kinds of memes and stuff, but I don't even think it's like a funny picture. Cause like when I look at him, I look and I'm like, the picture look, itself it's... is not funny, but what they're doing with the picture is funny. Cause well, they're putting them in all these different scenarios. I know. But my thing is I can't see past the picture. Right. So like I see the picture and I like, it doesn't look like a mess up. You know how like the McGregor picture that went viral from that fight just yesterday. No, I okay. didn't see that. Well, there's a picture that went viral, right? Where it's basically a zoom in of when he first gets knocked out. Uh-huh. And it went viral because he's like laying on the ground and he's like, it looks like he's sleeping, right? <laughs> so that went viral. And to me, the picture's funny. So anywhere they put it, I can like relate. But the uh, Bernie Sanders picture to me just looks like an old man who's cold. <laughs> that's, that's the point, bro, is that it's like such a regular photo, but they're doing so much with it. Because I've even seen them cut the top half of him off. And they put him on a UFC fighter that's doing an arm lock. What the and fuck? And that shit looks funny as hell, bro. Like, um, he also did something cool with it, though. He uh, put it on some sweaters. Ooh, he personally did? Yeah, yeah, on his campaign website or whatever, his uh, berniesanders.com. All right. So he put that photo on a sweater, and uh, he sold them, and they sold out twice. And he's donating all the money to Meals on Wheels in Vermont. All right, that's dope. Yeah. Might as well take advantage of yourself if you're a meme. Well, people were hella capitalizing on it because... You know, like two or three hours after the inauguration, which is where that was taken, people already had like cut out boards of it. They had stickers online. They had shirts already. Like people were. Oh yeah, dude. The, the, the Pinterest people and the uh, Etsy, bro. Etsy and the Fiverr people. You can fucking jump on anything because, like, you know, MAGA was huge, right? Yeah. And then they started doing all the like 
not the real versions of what MAGA actually means. You yeah, know, yeah, they yeah. do the fake acronyms for MAGA. Fucking sell out. The it's fucking- funny too, because remember we were trying to start like a t-shirt company. I I considered like making MAGA hats and shit, even though I'm like just so to, wrong. Just to sell it. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's so wrong to me, but like it was selling like hotcakes, bro. It's like people jump on and I think that's what it's about, bro, for these like independent artists and shit. Like to jump on bandwagons and kind of milk them as far as they can, you know? Because the inauguration was what, like, Wednesday. Yeah, so it was four days ago, and that shit's still like popping off. It's crazy. Yeah, it'll be a big thing for like a week, and then some <laughs> other bullshit meme will come out. Even like local like fire departments, because I follow like my local fire department and my local police station. Okay. And they were putting this picture in their fucking pictures. Like it's just funny, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, everybody does. Everybody blows that shit up. So we mentioned it, though. McGregor fucking Poirier UFC Yeah, happened last night. So we both watched it. Um, first impressions, like, McGregor was kicking Poirier's ass, dude. That was your first In impression? In my opinion, all right, all he right. was. I feel like he was going harder, and I was like, damn, this guy's fucked. Because when he fought Cowboy, he was, like, throwing shoulders. You're, you're more neutral, right, in UFC? Yeah, yeah, way, way more neutral. I all don't right. have any, any favorites. I... I would say to an extent, because, I mean, they're all pretty cocky. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty neutral on it. Um, I did want Poirier to win. All right. Because uh, just like I want to see Mayweather lose because he's undefeated, you know, or he's so great. All right. I feel like McGregor's like the face of UFC, and I also wanted to see him lose. Yeah, I don't even get that, dude. Okay, so I am an avid McGregor hater. Uh-huh. I don't fucking like McGregor. I feel like he gets fucking... Um, it's got nothing to do with his commitment or drive or like his abilities because he's good. It's got a lot to do with like how favored he is in the UFC and like how favored he is with the fans and the media and shit. Yeah, yeah. Because it bugs me, dude. So McGregor and Poirier, uh, I wanted Poirier to win. And I bet this kid at work, I bet him 20 bucks. I was like, dude, Poirier is going to fucking win this shit. McGregor hasn't won. He didn't think so? No, he didn't think so. He's a big McGregor dude. You know, most people who are UFC fans, we're on the McGregor train. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, they just like his come up and the way he shit talks people and stuff. Yeah, shit talking. But, but I don't even level. think his shit, his shit talking to me is not even, like, good. You know? It's just loud. You probably need to watch more, bro, because he shuts people up, dude. Yeah, yeah, but he shuts people up with loud. Like, for me, shit talking is an art, bro, right? It's an art. Personally, when I shit talk someone, I want it to be like creative. Um, it's got to be direct, creative, and understandable. And for me, he's just loud and says the same shit, right? That's just personal thing that I think about him. In the fight, though, I, in the first round, he was getting the better of fucking Poirier. Like, I wouldn't say that he was fucking dominating him, but there was like two or three moments where like they're in the boxing exchange and he's winning the exchange and he'll land like he landed like a clean hit to the face and you see Poirier like kind of stumble, you know, two or three times. So I got big ups for him. Cause he's got a fucking chin, dude. He was eating shots that first round. Yeah. And he was giving them those shoulders and knocked out fucking cowboy. Did you see the, did you see the, yeah, there's the replay of the first shoulder that he hits him where he smashes the shoulder and his face gets smashed between the shoulder and the fence. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking Poirier took a shit ton of hits, but the whole time I'm watching the fight at my friend's house, I was like, listen, bro, this is how UFC works nowadays. Even though it's not the most entertaining way to fight, in the UFC, most fighters who are smart nowadays, 
they kick the shit out of your leg for the first couple rounds so that it'll buckle because your legs are like a lot of people don't really guard with their legs. And even if they do, you know, you, you check a kick, it still fucking hurts your leg. It's funny you say that because that's what fucked McGregor. Yeah, that's what I told him. I was all like, we're watching the fight and he's all like, poor he is getting now boxed. I was like, yeah, he's getting now boxed. But look at how many times he's kicked that dude in the leg. I guarantee you round two or three, his leg's going to start to buckle. And um, if it gets that far, you know, you could always get knocked out. But they get to the second round and fucking Poirier hits him in the face once. And then you can even see it as he's stepping back. His leg like does that little bullshit where like buckles down. And then he just starts fucking pounding his face on the ground and wins the fight. Yeah, it was crazy, man. I was hype as shit. At the place I was at, everybody was going for McGregor. I was the only person going for Poirier. And I was like, give me my fucking money, bro. Shit. He Venmoed me that same day. I posted it on my Snapchat. That was a good fight, too, though. I'll give it to, like, uh, McGregor lost, like, a, like a good fighter, you know? like Oh, didn't... like, respectable? Yeah, he didn't leave, like, a little bitch or anything, you know? He stayed around, gave an interview, kept congratulating the winner, you know? Like, sometimes people will throw, like, a fit and shit and just walk off, you know, because they're pissed or whatever. He's he's gonna end up fucking fighting Jake Paul, kicking Jake Paul's. I ass. hope he does because I want to see Jake Paul get his ass beat. I feel like it's gonna happen, dude. It's just like because like he's got in the UFC. He just lost to I think Poirier is like the number one dude in their division right now. Maybe number two. Yeah, I think he is number one. But to me, like Jake Paul's like the type of shit talker where like it's like your high school bully, you know, like. It's just fucking nasty. Like, uh, why are you He's, even doing that? The, the kind of shit talking he does is trash too. His is just like, his is like, let me be louder than you and like bring up something from 40 years ago that nobody gives a shit about. Yeah. Uh, I I definitely pay to see that fight. You think it'd be good? I think it'd be trash. I don't think it'd be good. It'd be trash, but I would pay to see Jake Paul get his ass beat. Oh yeah. He's get, he'll get knocked out in two seconds. Dude. I don't even see him lasting like, the round of start, he'll take two hits to the face and it's over. Yeah, it's crazy. And like a ground and pound, maybe. Yeah, hopefully that's a fight we'll see. But kind of talking about fighting, man. Been watching Cobra Kai, bro. All right, let's let's relate Cobra Kai to the UFC. Fighting, man. Fighting. So, um, you know, this is just kind of something I've been watching. I just started it and I finished it already. And I'm disappointed, man. Disappointed that Yeah, but you're disappointed because it's over. You're not disappointed because you didn't like it. Exactly. If you let me explain, bro, come on. I'm disappointed because I can't keep watching it. It's that good to me. At first, I was talking to you about it. I was like, I feel like they're just like making fun of Karate Kid, bro. Well, they are. They basically take... And Karate Kid was such a serious movie to me. The first one's not that serious. I feel like it gets serious towards it's, the it's middle. It's pretty serious. Um... But I mean, there's no comedy in it, is there? In Karate Kid? Not that I remember. It's at not. Least. It's not like a comedy. Yeah. It's yeah. Like a, it's like an action movie, and it's like a rom action. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, I really fuck with Cobra Kai. If you haven't checked it out, I would definitely recommend watching it. It's. I don't know why, man. Why? Why they're doing this shit? They're bringing so I, everything back. I, I told you, like pop culture. I told you, Cobra 90s. Kai was good, right? And I fuck with Cobra Kai too because it's dope. But um. For me, what I really like about it is not even like the action scenes or nothing. It's just I like when you can take something that people have seen and flip it. You know, so like I've seen the Karate Kid and I know the story so well because I've seen like all three or two. The two have the original guy. The third one, I think, doesn't have him. Yeah. But um, 
I've seen the movies enough. I know the story. So then you watch Cobra Kai and they flip the whole story on his head. You know, they make the bad guy from the movies the good guy. Which that's that's a weird dynamic to me too. While I love the series, they're like making the bad guy good, but then he becomes bad. And then LaRusso's bad, but he's good. I don't know. So just keep going back and forth with that shit. Well, yeah, that's what's like, fucking great about it. Because like, okay, there's so, no definitive bad guy. That's That's the problem with movies, right? It's like if you see a movie, if you watch a movie, even though it's a good, a great movie, a good movie, whoever the main character is in the movie is where you get the backstory, right? Yeah, yeah. So with Cobra Kai, I think it's perfect. I think that's what they should do with a lot of movies. If you're going to like make a show or if you're going to try to show the personality of the villain or something, turn it into its own series because we get all the background now of uh, the bad guy Johnny from the original movie from the original fucking karate kid yeah yeah and you get his perspective on all the shit right because even though he is a bully most bullies don't identify as bullies you know they just think they're being they're fucking around they don't they don't think of it as like i'm an asshole they just think of it as like that's how i am you know what i mean like a bully's okay with being a bully they don't call themselves bullies so like in his head he's the good guy anyway so whenever he tells the story from his perspective, he's like, well, I was the good guy. I had a girlfriend. This fucking dude came out of nowhere. So I had to kick his ass a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's like the sort of situation, like putting a makeup on a pig or something, you know, because he's still a bad guy, even though from his perspective, he didn't think he was the bad yeah, guy. Okay. But you're telling me in Cobra Kai that you don't feel like he's a good guy that just took a bad path. Um, I feel like he's a bad guy that wants to be good. No, man. In, in Cobra Kai, he's a good guy who had shit luck, who doesn't know the definition of good. Because, like, you know when they show – I don't want to ruin the show for people. Yeah, yeah. We're not trying but, to give too much away. But, but they do give his, like – they show you, the like, his family life and, the, like, what it was for him to be a kid. And – you see why he was how he was. Yeah, so they're trying to humanize why he's an asshole, basically. Yeah, but that's true of anybody, though, right? He's still an asshole, and like he's still drunk. He's still neglecting his son in the movie and shit. So I don't know. No, but he tries to reconnect with his son the whole time. His son just doesn't like him. Same with the kid. After 16 years, I mean, that's kind of hard. And even at the beginning, like, I don't think this gives away too much, but like when he starts beating up all those kids, getting in that, like I understand he's trying to do a good thing, but he's also like super drunk and shit. I don't know. It's weird. I I really enjoy it. Hey man, there's what's the difference between that and Jackie Chan beating the shit out of all the kids at the beginning of Karate Kid? Uh, The beer. I don't know. Alcoholism. I don't think that counts. Yeah, because morally Mr. Miyagi was like, no, not Mr. Miyagi, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Or Mr. Miyagi. They it's literally the same thing. It's a mirror image, except he does it uh, while he's probably not completely sober, like he's sober enough in that scene. He still has a whole conversation with the kid. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a morality thing, because like literally Mr. Miyagi lives that sort of life, you know? Where this guy, like, his life choices are and I get he made his life choices because of his home life. He just like I don't know. It's 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 weird. I've I've like really strong feelings about it. It's just but that moment is redeeming, right? Because so even though he <laughs> makes bad choices and he might be somewhat not sober in that scene, he makes the right decision in that scene to make sure that one kid doesn't get fucking pummeled by the other kids. Yeah, and then he goes to jail. Yeah, and he also pays the so repercussions. It's like weird. It's you know, weird. So that's what I'm saying. It's weird. I support it. I think. The show does a Again, really good I'm a job. fan. I want to watch season four, but 
I do have criticism about it. I fuck with the show. And I think that's, I like it when I see the perspective of the other person. Cause not everybody's all bad. Not everybody's all good. You even, you see fucking his good side and you see fucking what's the other kid's name? Danny. Yeah. Daniel LaRusso. Yeah, you see Daniel LaRusso's bad side. I don't know, man. Fucking call me old school, but I like seeing a good guy, bad guy. Like, I like seeing them go head to head. And yeah, man, but that's not life. Them defined. I don't it's like. It's not life, but that's why you watch movies to get out of a normal life. I don't like so when you like normalizing like movies. No, I'm normalizing like TV shows. No, not you. Those movies doing that or this show. That's how it should be. I like it. There's complexity to every character, and I like it when I know the complexity, right? Because then you. So can- the backstories are cool. I get that. I get that they're explaining why they are the way they were when, when that movie came out or whatever. But what I don't like is that there's no defined bad guy. And actually you haven't seen season three. So that's why I told you the first season, not really a big fan of the second seasons gets better. And the third season's even better than that because they start defining a bad character. Okay. But in the first season, the bad guys are, See, that's the that's I think where we see the difference is like you're looking at bad guys as black and white, where yeah. I'm looking at bad guys is in terms of who the character is. So if the main character is the Cobra Kai guy, then the bad guy is Daniel LaRusso. Cause he's his bad guy. No, because I mean, even in the like even in the first two seasons, LaRusso doesn't do anything bad. Yeah, he does. He tries to he tries to ruin his whole business. He tries to fuck over uh he tries to steal his students. He did a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and he does that based on his on his experience past. with Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's how the does bad. That make him the bad guy because he doesn't want bullies to come back into the world or whatever. It's because he's making assumptions. He's not letting uh, Johnny redeem himself. Like if somebody comes to you and they want to redeem their life and they're trying to do good things for themselves, right? Like if I try to build this karate studio for me. And it's got nothing to do with you just because I picked that name and you you have that. And you have the same values. And you have, he walks in there and he's got like be merciless. And he does try to teach like that in the beginning. He's like, you know, exactly like the old Cobra Kai was is exactly how he's trying to teach. Yeah, but the switch is that he's teaching it to kids like LaRusso was. He's teaching it to the bullied kids, the kids that are hurt, the kids that were mistreated all his students change them into bullies basically is what into into bullies into bullies or into people who can stand up for themselves not bullies because they attack people that aren't even like like that guy with the mohawk he attacks his own friend he eventually yeah yeah but i mean he is trying to do good but it doesn't happen until later on when larusso's doing bad things like trying to get his business shut down and shit it's literally when He's doing all that bad shit. No, no. He's doing good shit. Just because I teach you how to do something and you do something bad, it's not my fault. Yeah, because that's the whole foundation of what he's teaching them, that they need to have no mercy and they need to finish the job. No, man. He tells them not to show mercy, bro. He tells them you got to fucking go all out. But yeah, anyways, I really enjoyed Cobra Kai. I do have criticism about it, like most great shows. Yeah, but your criticism, criticism is weird, bro. It's not weird. Yeah, you, you, I, you, I just like old school shit where it's black and white. Again, I enjoy the movie. I like seeing the backstories. And again, you haven't seen season three, but it turns black and white. The the freaking I know, I know, I haven't seen season three. And I know they introduced the dude because he's in season two, and I know, I know, like 
there's defining factors, right? Because even the guy that comes back, the coach or whatever, they go into his backstory too. But the whole show is a that still doesn't make it right. The the whole show is a it's a redemption. The whole point is that he's trying to better himself as a person in the show. Uh-huh. So he's not the bad guy. Just be you know, it's like a bad guy. It's like an alcoholic going to AA. You know, he's even though he's gonna do that and he will relapse and make bad decisions, he's the good guy in the story. <laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for that. But we'll see what what happens with season four, man. I'm excited to watch it. I'm confused about the way you interpret the show, bro. I don't get it. Well, you don't have to get it because it's my personal interpretation of what I've experienced watching the show. What I'm saying is that they're trying to make LaRusso a bad guy, which he's not. In all his decisions that he's making, he's not. And they're trying to make this drunk guy who's always making bad decisions. I understand that the show is about his redemption, but he's still being a fuck up like the whole show. And they're still trying to make him into a good guy. So he hasn't reached that for me personally. Yeah, he hasn't reached being a good guy yet. No, maybe that could be true. But he but the whole point is that he is the good guy, right? The whole point is that they're trying to transform him into being a good guy, like basically changing why he was an asshole and basically trying to flip the switch on that and make him a good guy. Yeah, because we don't know how it's going to end. True. We don't know how it's going to end. Right now, at this point, personally, after just freshly watching it, I don't see any part where I think that LaRusso was an asshole. You don't see any part where you think he was an asshole. Was a good guy. Like, I see him good, do good things. LaRusso's a dick the whole first season. No, and that's just basically feeding off what Johnny Lawrence is doing. Yeah, but for no reason, though. He, He does it just out of his way to be an asshole, though. Because of how much he was bullied when he was younger by Cobra Kai. Yeah, but exactly. You can't just you can't let that just linger. Just because he's making an assumption off his experience doesn't make it a bad thing. If it does. No, no. And yeah, that's your opinion. So I have my opinion. No, no, but that's a that's like a fact. Though. No, no. If no. you make an assumption on somebody because of an experience you had with somebody else, you're an asshole. Not with somebody else. It's the same thing. He's literally teaching the same concepts at the beginning with Cobra Kai that he was being taught. So it's the same thing. Yeah, but his kids at the beginning aren't going out and doing that because he's only got one student. Because even when even when they go back into Johnny Lawrence's beginning, he was a loser too. So it's basically the same thing. Because his dad didn't love him, and then that guy ended up picking him up or whatever and teaching him how to be hardcore. Like, it's the same shit, bro. I don't think it is, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Like literally- what, When did you stop watching Cobra Kai? I watched all of season two. When? Last know. year? Not a year ago. A couple months ago. That's maybe. when it came out, bro. I think it comes out every January because season three just barely came out. So it's probably been a while since you watched it, but it's pretty fresh in my mind. Like I just watched it this last week. I don't just don't, I don't see how you don't see the redemption, bro. The whole. No, I, think- I see that they're building up to the redemption. I definitely see that. But I think there's a clear bad guy and I think there's a clear good guy. But in the whole but the whole point to me in the show is that they show that there isn't a whole clear thing. The, 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 what I see is that like LaRusso, they show LaRusso's good and he's bad. And they show it's that so Johnny is good and he's bad. I'm contradicting myself now because we're getting so deep into it. Because I said before that there's no clear good guy and bad guy. But when I said that, I mean it as like they're trying to seem make one of them seem like they're an asshole at one point in the show. And the other one's doing the right thing. And then they kind of flip flop back and forth. But at the end of the day, it's still like always Cobra Kai. They're a bunch of assholes. I don't know, man. 
I, I, I just, I, I see it as like them trying to make people think they're trying to show you the aspect of humanity or like one person could be a bad guy and a good guy at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Cause I'm going to separate it too. I'm going to say Cobra Kai, the dojo itself is a bad institution the whole time. Because I, I don't know if in season two, like the teachings, like, I don't want to give away anything because I, I, it's, it all like kind of blends in for me. So I don't remember if in season two is when Johnny Lawrence is with Cobra Kai or not. So that's why I don't want to get too much into it. But um, yeah, I mean, Cobra Kai is like the bad institution the whole time. I don't, I don't think it is. I think the teachings could be considered, could be bad the whole time, but what they do for the people at certain parts of the show isn't bad. It's just the fact that those people choose to do bad things with the teachings. That's the difference. Cause the nah. main, cause the main kid, the main kid, cause they're doing the bad things based off. No, cause the the, no, cause the main kid gets taught those things and then doesn't do the bad things. But then the other kids get taught those things and do the bad things. No. Yeah. He does the bad things. Cause I, Again, I don't remember how far it is into it, but he like slaps one of the girls. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see it, bro. I don't think so. Yeah, and again, it's just opinion based. Like based, it's not fact. Nothing can be fact because it's an opinion. I don't. I don't know, man. I feel like you're not. It's just it, your thing is you always gotta show. be right, bro. Whenever you make like no, opinion, it's not that you gotta statement. be. It's not that you gotta be right. It's yeah. just that like when you watch the show, like there. You want to see bad guy, good guy, but the whole point of the show is there's no bad guy, good guy. No, there definitely is, and it flip-flops back and forth quite a bit. There is a good guy and a bad guy in any situation that happens in the movie where, like, each dojo is against each other or LaRusso's against Lawrence. Like, okay, for instance, Lawrence drew a dick on his face on the billboard. So Lawrence is the bad guy in that situation, right? So then that's when LaRusso goes and tries to get his dojo shut down. Or they light his car on fire, actually. So it was wrong for Lawrence to draw the dick on his billboard face. But then it was wrong for LaRusso to go burn his car up. All right, but which one of those is more wrong? Why does it matter? It's flip-flopping back and forth is what I'm saying. So Yeah, okay. see, then see, what we does agree, LaRusso we, do we after agree. he lights his car on fire? He gives them a car. That's what I'm saying to you. So we agree that they're both being bad and good, right? But you told me that you still don't think LaRusso did anything bad the whole show. You said he's the good guy. He gave him a car. What did Lawrence do? He gave him a car because his daughter crashed into him. He didn't go and like paint the dick off. Like he didn't even redeem himself for doing that. Yeah, but I mean. He he, got a brand new car. He deserves a brand new car. He fucking blew up his car. And he got him a bunch of sausages delivered because he drew a dick in his mouth. Like there's no redemption in that for Lawrence. Yeah, he burned his car, but he made it right. Sort of. Lawrence always does. He never makes it right, at least in that situation right there. He didn't want to make it right, though. His wife forces him to make it right. But he does it anyways. He gives him a car. I don't think that counts. Doing something something reluctantly isn't the same as doing it. Is the point. Lawrence didn't go paint the dick off his face, you know? And that's just one situation, and it happens throughout the whole series. But it. Every time, like, Lawrence always has, like, his bad side always coming out. And LaRusso does bad things, but always does the right thing at the end. That's just my opinion, bro. 
All right, well, we just hit the... Uh... Okay, so we're back. We got into a weird argument about Cobra Kai. Yeah, it was a little intense, bro. I'm not going to lie. But I we- mean, at the end of the day, that's why there's movie critics. Like, people have different opinions. There's no fact to anything we said because it's our opinion on our interpretation of the movie or the series. At least that's the way I feel. Yeah. I still think that the way I interpreted that's it is better. That's perfect, bro. You can think <laughs> that. That's why it's an opinion. All right. I don't think I don't think it's an opinion on Cobra Kai. I feel like that's what the that's what they want me to nah, know. Nah. Yeah, I think I'm reading between the lines. But we're gonna move on to this dude from Michigan that just became a billionaire. He won the Mega Millions, which hit basically a billion dollars. I think it was like nine eighty or some shit million dollars, which is a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. So life changing, bro. This dude just made. He's literally richer than like most millionaires. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, like he has so much money. Like he's set for life. His kids are probably set yeah. Because not everyone's a billionaire, right? So if you think of like I don't know, let me just throw out a random name, even though I don't know the real net worth. Let's say Akon is a multimillionaire. He's got five hundred million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what he actually has, but this dude just fucking won the lottery, won the not the Powerball, the Mega Millions, and now he has more money than fucking Akon, who's made a whole career of making money. Most actors, to be honest, I don't think any actors reach the billionaire hundreds of billions unless you're like Johnny Depp or something. I don't think. Yeah, I'm not sure what the billionaire list is, but most of the time it's like corporate type people. It's not really like actors and shit like they they're obviously millionaires, but they're not like in the billions. Yeah, that's so much money, dude, to win a billion dollars. I might have a heart attack if I ever won that much, bro. <laughs> wipe your ass with a million dollars for the rest of your life. Literally. Just, just cash out a million dollars in ones and use it as toilet paper. That'd be crazy. I just... I don't know what I would do with that amount of money, bro. <laughs> like, obviously, a lot of things come to mind. But it's just so crazy, bro. Like, Well, yeah, earlier when we were talking about it, you told me that like you feel like it could like make you go crazy and buy too much shit, you know, right? Yeah, because you get bored. I mean... And yeah, because you get bored, right? But I think, like, for people like me or you, at the point we are, like, in our life, I feel like the billion dollars doesn't change your level of humble, you know? I don't feel like it does either. Because like- we'll, we'll, we'll probably buy shit. At first, you're probably going to go a little bit crazy and get, get all the shit you've ever wanted, right? Yeah. But outside of that, like, I feel like you've already got enough things that you enjoy in your life i feel that like you're not one of those people that is reliant on the money you know we use the money more to sustain than to keep us happy because i'm already happy so i don't so i feel like if i just had the money it just adds to my happy i'm the same way bro the only thing that i would really enjoy about it is that like my loved ones around me wouldn't have to worry about working because i feel like work consumes so much of people's lives yeah, it takes up all your fucking time, bro. So if you have the money, you you can set all that shit up. But like, I don't know. Every time you hear those fucking stories about people who win the millions and shit and then go fucking bankrupt. I don't know what's up with those people, but I feel like it's always because they they try to just spend. They do all this extravagant shit. And I feel like, yeah, I would do some shit like that, but I'm not going to go vacation in dubai just because i have the money to vacation in dubai i'm gonna do shit that i've always wanted to do like fucking go to the world cup (laughs) yeah 
I think that's that's the main thing that would keep you like sane. You'd have to find like a purpose in your life after that, you know, because me personally, like it's unfortunate, but like I don't think just me personally, a lot of people like money controls like what they can do, what they can't do, what they can have, what they can't have, you know, because like for the most like you said, I'm I'm happy with my life. I would just like to be more comfortable in my life, you know? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that's just crazy. Congratulations to whoever won it. Yeah, that's I, I actually ended up buying a ticket, so did you. And uh, I didn't win shit, so. Yeah, I think it's because people take up too much hobbies. You, you become rich and you're like, oh, let me buy a yacht and become a yacht dude. Yeah. When, like, if I became rich, I'd be like, all right, let me build a dope fucking podcast studio. Keep doing my podcast. Let me fucking build myself a cool soccer goal. Keep fucking playing soccer. I don't know why people try to go outside their realms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be the same way. I think my biggest purchase would be like a ranch. To have like... Well, yeah, to build your own shit on there? Anybody that wanted to come live in our family there, you know, could come live there and I'd build them a house and shit. Yeah, that'd be dope. dope. That'd be fucking crazy. So, uh, I don't know the dude's name. I didn't see his name. It just said Michigan person. It didn't even say man or woman. Yeah, there's some states... I don't, I don't know if it's been claimed yet because usually they'll put out a story about it. Um, but some people like don't like to go public about it. And there's states where you have to go public about it. Is there states where you have to go public? Yeah, and there's states where you don't have to go public. Would you so. go public or no public? I'd go, I use a loophole because I think Idaho is one of the places where you have to go public. Um, and I'd, I'd get an LLC to claim it. Wouldn't that take too long? How long does it take to establish an LLC and how much uh, time do you have it's like to? like a week and you have like nine months or something to claim it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It doesn't take that long to establish an LLC and then you can like. Yeah, but if you don't claim it. on behalf of the LLC. If you don't claim it right away, don't they sell it off or do they know the winning ticket was out and then they restart it? Yeah, yeah. Because usually they'll tell you what state it's in and they usually can break it down even to what gas station sold it and shit. Yeah, I don't know. I also feel like I wouldn't want to show it. Or like show myself getting it, right? Because yeah. then people are going to be all fucking weird around me. I saw somebody in Idaho won the million, won a million in some other thing. And because I follow the Idaho lottery page on Facebook. Okay. And the guy had a hat, sunglasses, and his face mask. So you couldn't even tell who he was. But they write your name though, right? Um. Yeah, I think they did put his name. <laughs> but I mean, still. Yeah. I think if I won it, I wouldn't care. Because like the people that I... That I'm gonna fucking hook up and shit. I already know who they are. There's not. Gonna, I'm not the kind of person where like some fucking dude who knows me from this one place can come up to me and be like, "Hey man, yeah." I'd be like, "Fuck you, bro." Here's my thing, bro. Lick my like, balls, man. You don't know what people's intentions are though. After? Yeah, like if they like, let's say there's some kid from high school that recognizes you. You know, they try to track you down to kill you or something to tell him to it. fucking lick my balls. Yeah, we just don't know. I mean, for sure, if I won a billion, I'd have a security team. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like, imagine what that does for a bank, too, though. Like, you're coming in and depositing a billion dollars. Like, they'd have to give me some pretty fat-ass benefits for me to put my billion in their bank. Because I don't fully understand how banks work, but I'm sure they use my money for something. Like, some sort of insurance or something. I don't know. Yeah, but you got to put it in a bank. If you don't put Obviously, it in a bank yeah. and it's at your house, you're going to get fucking robbed. Nah, maybe build a house out of it. I don't know. <laughs> get crazy. That's why we'd lose it. That's why I'd lose it. Damn. Nah, I think you're right. I think I'd still be the same person. It'd just be like, I'd be coming to your house to do the podcast in the Lambo instead of my fucking Honda Pilot. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's just an amplified version of what I have. Yeah, yeah. Instead of this being my living room, this would be like 
my man cave yeah. and I would have a real living room. <laughs> it's funny because, I mean, if either of us won the lottery, I don't think we would even be living here. Probably not. No, nah, we'd probably get a pad, bro. Like, I'd live in Idaho. Yeah, for sure in Idaho. But, I mean, it'd have to be somewhere way different. You're right. I would definitely build a studio. I would build, like, a house. Maybe, you know, like I said, buy that land and have, like, all of our houses there. Oh, yeah. I'd buy a big plot of land. And then and we'd have, like, a separate shit. studio where we just both meet up at. I would buy a big thing of land, set up the houses, but with enough distance to where you feel like you still have privacy. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't sure. want. I don't want to be able to look over and see your driveway, but I want to be able to drive over in, like, two minutes. Like, what's up? Yeah. yeah. Like, an acre between houses. Yeah. That's yeah, all you need, nice, you know? Man. That'd be dope as fuck. Yeah. Big ups to that dude. I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do with the money, but damn, I wouldn't even know what to do. That's a lot. That's that's like, heart attack money. My, my heart was like racing when they were reading the numbers, and then I went and checked my ticket, and I was like, "Oh shit, I got one number." That's it. Yeah, I don't even know how that works though. I thought I was supposed to get like two bucks or something for one number. I don't know. I didn't look either. I think you get like two bucks, three bucks, or some shit. Yeah, but it's crazy shit, bro. All right, let's move to the hypothetical moment. That's how we end all our episodes. Today we have one that's a little, I don't know, it's weird. It is a little <laughs> weird, yeah, but I fucked with it. All right. Our hypothetical moment for this episode is, if you could bring back one fashion trend, what would it be and why? And that could be like anything. We're not talking like fucking high fashion bullshit that I don't even know about. I mean like something you see people do that was a big thing for a while and isn't a big thing anymore. So the way I'm interpreting it is like we'd bring it back and it'd be like a fashion trend, right? Yeah. You bring it back and everybody starts doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it'd be rockabilly, bro. What? Like a rockabilly style. I don't know if everybody knows what rockabilly is. I don't even know what rockabilly is. So basically it's like, how can I explain? It's like Greece style, basically. Oh, okay. So yeah, like yeah. the movie Greece, like that. Yeah, look, yeah, like that sort of style. The where jacket like, and the, the like fucking the fucking gel back hair and shit. Like, I follow this guy on TikTok that does that shit. You would rock some Greece shit. Yeah, I would rock some Greece shit, bro. I think like the style is so like clean, but like fancy in the same way. I don't know. It's weird, you know. All right. I, I really fuck with it, and like I like the whole like. I can Rolled see you walking around style, like, bro. hey. Yeah, bro. Hey, you guys want some pizza? The guy's like, hey. I don't know why I associate Italians with rockabilly, but it just fits for me for some reason. But yeah, man, I, I think the rockabilly style is cool. I like the rolled up jeans sort of look. Okay. I feel like it's a super clean look and I don't know. It's just a really cool style. And I, feel, I really like old cars, like older cars and that whole like fashion style. Yeah, that's like a whole fashion that. style, bro. Yeah. I thought you were just gonna bring back like a trend, you know? Like nah, nah. one thing goes, one thing gets big for a while, and people do it, you know? Like, yeah, I just feel like, um, I just feel like that's so big, you know? Like, I don't, I don't know if anything compares to it, to be honest. I have a couple of fashion trends that I never do that I fucking hate. All right, what's that? Do you have anything like that? Um. And I don't give a shit who you are. If you're doing it, I, I think, think I, you I, look stupid. I think I have it. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'd have to look into it a little bit because I didn't even think of that, bro. Okay, so for me, okay, I'm going to give you guys the ones that I like that I would bring back to you. But two that I fucking hate, and it's totally me personally that I hate these for the stupid reasons. Uh-huh. So I'm a big hat guy, right? I've, I've worn hats forever. Um, for the most part, it was always the 5950 flat build, you know, sports hats. Uh-huh. 
right? Uh, but you slowly move on to other types of hats, like regular caps and shit. But um, I hate when people wear the flat-billed hats and they don't actually have it on, right? So, like, a normal person puts on their hat and it doesn't – I'm not saying it goes all the way to your, like, head, but, like, you know – to your hair you know it's on where like hey, well, it doesn't move it's comfortable yeah yeah right then you got these fucking assholes who wear their hats i'm gonna do it even though people can't see it like right floating now. off the top like, of their head where like it's like barely touching the top of their head you know and it's like it looks like their head grew fucking four inches oh my god i fucking hate it dude i walk in to my little brother and he had his hat on like that and i was like fuck no bro not no nope. doing that today not in this family that's not how it's going down i hate it i don't like it I think it defeats the whole <laughs> fucking purpose of a hat. Anybody who does it, you look like a fucking retard. Oh, I'm shit. sorry. So I think uh, that kind of sparked my brain, bro. I hate people that sag their pants. Like just like a regular, like the old school sag where your boxers are showing? Yeah, yeah. I just don't get that. I think it looked better with old school pants. I think it looks weird with skinny jeans. I I, I just, I don't get it. What's the point? Like your pants baggy? Like, why don't you just get some longer short pants? Like, if you want them to bag, I I, I don't get it. I don't know, but I we hate used to that. Have a cousin that did that. Do we? He lived with us. The baggy pants thing? Yeah, it was Carlos. I don't know. The baggy pants thing never bugged me. Was a I'm big not trying thing. to put them on blast, but my dad would always be like, "Hey, Carlos, pull up your pants." <laughs> Damn. Okay, well, I, I hate the hat thing. The hat thing. I mean, I can sort of get past that. I'm over like I used to wear the flat build hats and shit. I don't know why I'm. I don't like them anymore. I still own a bunch, but like I have them more bent now. I like the actual hats, yeah, that are like bent and shit. But uh, so the other one is also a hat thing that I fucking hate. Mm-hmm. When people wear their beanies and like, I don't mind if you wear it loose and there's like a little bit of a space between the beanie and the head on the top, you know, because it's a beanie, so yeah. it's meant to keep you warm. I hate when the girls wear it and it's like here and the top of the beanies is the flat <laughs> fucking thing up here, dude. It's fucking annoying, dude. Why, bro? Why? Because it makes no... Okay, first of all, they wear the beanie like that, and then they have a fucking crop top and a skirt on. So you're not even cold. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Right? I don't know about their actual clothes, but the beanie thing fucking pisses me off. I don't care about their actual like dresses and shit, but I hate the beanie like that. What's the point? Why is it like that? It just flaps around in the wind. You look stupid. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't... I get what you're saying. I've always been a straight to the point kind of person too, right? So like if I see somebody that I know that's doing it, I'll be like, dude, whoa, what's what's going on over there, man? You need to reel that shit back in. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. You are a big hat guy though. So I could definitely see these being like pet peeves of yours. Yeah, they they are. They're just like like, you're a hat connoisseur or something. It's just shit. I don't like, I don't know why. Anyway, if I could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? I got to think about it. I'm not sure. I know when I was younger, um, I don't even know if it's a fashion trend, but people were really into fucking Heelys. Like, that, that's a fashion thing, right? Because yeah, it was yeah. shoes. I mean, you would bring that trend back. Yeah, they were huge. I think they I, did I come back for a while. I didn't like them, but people loved Heelys. I think they did come back for a while because one time I was walking in the mall I see this fucking group of kids just like healing through the fucking mall. The one, like, the one I would bring back is just because I think it's funny. I don't even think it's cool, but I, but I would bring it back because it's hilarious. It's the one where people. Uh, it's also a hat one, which is funny. But it's the one where people wear their hat and they 
they have it slightly tipped to the side, so it looks like it's covering one eye almost. It's not all the way sideways, <laughs> but it's slightly tipped to one side, so it's like covering up one eye if people look straight at it's you. It's sort of funny because I feel like these trends go hand in hand that we don't like. I don't mind this one. I just think it's like for certain people, it looks really weird, but for the most part, I don't mind it. I just think it'd be funny to see people walk around like this all the time. This is like a thing when like, I don't Nelly. know, fucking G-Unit and like G-Funk hip hop was a big thing. A lot of people would wear their hats like this. And, yeah. and for some people, you know how you can tell when something just doesn't suit someone's personality or style? Yeah. Yeah. Like for some people, you could tell a lot. By the way their hat was, you were just like, oh, dude, what is that dude's name? What's going on there? So I think if somebody wore their hat like this all the time, it'd be hilarious. So I'd bring that back. That's funny, bro. You pretty much hate all of the uh, Step Up movies. I like the Step Up movies. <laughs> but I mean, that's how they wore their hats and shit. Yeah. You got served. Hats were like this yeah. all day. But shit, bro. So you'd bring back, what was it again? The side-tipped hat thing. The one that's like... Not all the way to the side, but like slightly over like an eye, you know? So it's like covering one side of the face. Yeah, yeah. So you bring that back. You fucking hate when they wear it like barely on their head, right? I fucking hate it. Damn. Yeah, and I hate sagging pants. I just don't get it. Like, why are you trying to show your dirty chummies? And I don't don't hate you as a person if you do it. I just hate you for doing it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, yeah, we don't hate the people. At least not that much. But it bugs the shit out of me. I think jumpsuits, like not jumpsuits, but... uh track suits or whatever kind of made like a fucking comeback right track suits a little bit yeah like the windbreakers yeah at, at first people would wear the whole suit nowadays people just buy windbreakers and fucking vintage shit mm-hmm. in general bro people are making hella money off like going to thrift stores and buying vintage clothes and like revamping it yeah making it viable again yeah can't hate on entrepreneurs man let them do their shit no i don't hate them good for them so um, I think that's going to conclude episode 49. Uh, this episode will be our last one in January. And then February, we'll have our fucking 50th episode. Nice. Uh, check us out. We're on everywhere. Fucking TikTok, Twitter. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Instagram. Spotify. Facebook, Apple, Spotify, Google. Anchor. Yeah, anywhere you listen Anchor, to Anchor, Overcast. Tell your fucking friends, man. I want you all to go out to a friend. Be like, listen to the fucking podcast. Don't be an asshole. Yeah, you don't know anywhere else you can hear arguing for 20 minutes about Cobra Kai. So hit us up. True. And we probably argued to people who haven't even seen Cobra Kai. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We- definitely check out Cobra Kai and uh, peace. Peace.